The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Hold on a second. Thanks to uh, Vinny Elliott for sending us Yeehaw Beer. This is his own brewery, I think. Well, him and maybe some other people are in on yeah, together. I, I got I the, the Dunkel double. It's good stuff. Yeah. I've got the Mexican style lager, the Cerveza. How was it? Uh, it's good. I love it's good. it. Yeah. He sent us some IPAs, some Scotch Ales. Well, uh, here's a variety thing. pack. We're going to try that all. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about NXT, and uh, I feel like I need a beer to get through it. Number one, we did Super Showdown today. Yeah, and a recap. And a recap for it, which uh, we want to send our sincerest thanks <coughs> to the friendos. We were able to raise $1,574 for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Thank you so, so much to the friendos out there. Yes. It really helped uh, alleviate uh, the pain of the shit show that was uh, Super Showdown Crown yeah. Royal. Yeah, our, our review for that is up. It's up right now. Currently. Check it out. Uh, yeah, because it's been one of the more controversial shows of the year, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, our AEW review went up uh, yesterday as well. Afternoon, yeah. Uh, and then we put this up Friday morning just to give you guys a little bit of breathing room so you're not just inundated with tons of tons of uh, going in raw. So uh, before we launch into our NXT review, there's a Friendo Club shirt. Currently got the Friendo Club shirt sticker pack available at friendomarket.com. Yeah. We have a Teespring store, which you can find if you're watching this on YouTube. Right below this video, there should be a little merch uh, shelf there. There's also a link in the description where you can get Friendo. Man, all the, all the people who ordered their Friendo Club hoodies, they're getting them. Sandra got hers. A couple other got, got theirs. Uh, and apparently they're super soft quality, really good fits. We've got some 10 for the win shirts up right now. Yeah, man. Uh, 10th one's coming back in a week. That's exciting stuff. Um, uh, Revolution. Uh, yeah, we're doing Saturday. Our, uh, reaction live streams. Yeah. Start at 4 p.m. Yeah, sounds good. They have a kickoff show. I don't remember. There's a kickoff know. show start for. Well, well, they're probably just doing like a count. The, the, they're probably just airing that count. No, there is a pre-show because the, oh, there the is. SCU versus Dark Order match is happening. Oh, that's on the pre-show? Show. Okay, so cool. Let's see, double check and make sure we know what time oh, is okay, happening. Oh, cool. Wow. So we can uh, give uh, the good friendos out there the right time. I like it. Uh, so anyways, let's talk about NXT, man. I feel like they're in a rut these days. Uh, and I don't know. I, look, I'm going to make this assumption, and it's just a pure assumption on my point, on my part. I get the feeling that with WrestleMania coming up, with NXT TakeOver Portlandia just two weeks, you know, it, it's, it's been, it's been, it happened about two weeks ago. 
another one. Tampa is coming up very shortly. Same time as WrestleMania. Mm, month and a half. I get the feeling. I just get this feeling that there's too much going on right now. And they don't know what the hell. I think they probably have an idea of what their card is going to look like. It seems like they don't know how to get there. I don't, man, they are not doing, it's just, it feels like they're still hung over from Portlandia. It's two weeks in a row where it feels like the show by and large has kind of just been spinning its wheels. Yeah. And I mentioned this some on the AEW show. I feel like the last two weeks since they don't really, if there's not really any interesting stories going on mm-hmm. and right now, there's really not. No. Um, then they have to rely on two things. Uh, the strength of their personalities and the strength of the in-ring action. Yeah. And I feel like the last couple of weeks, there's been some good matches, but nothing on par with what we saw prior to TakeOver. And I just feel like right now, there's a real spotlight on the the lack of... And I'll just use AEW's example. I'm, I'm not trying to compare the show. It's not my point. Um, but I mentioned this in the AEW review. On AEW, there's a wide variety of characters. Yeah. More so than NXT. Most of the characters in NXT is, I'm a really good wrestler, I'm a badass. That's a lot of the characters in NXT. To me, that's not even the issue. That's not even close to the issue for me. Because they have, I I don't know, I think they have a wide variety of characters. They just have no idea what to do with them at this point. No, I'm saying that's the problem. If if you have these people whose basic character is, I'm a really good wrestler who's tough and a badass, and you have them in a storyline which pulls or, or pushes them in different directions, then you're expanding layers of character. But saying it's that story... I mean, like even the Velveteen Dream promo last night. That was bad. It was so middle of the road, was, generic yeah. Velveteen Dream stuff. There's just, there's, I don't feel like there's anything for them to sink their teeth into really and really showcase any sort of dimension to character. So they have to fall back on, I'm a really good wrestler who, who talks trash and likes to beat people up. It just all feels, it, it feels lazy. It feels like, and it, it just feels like they don't know what they're doing right now. I mean, we can, we can go down this. There was one. There were two matches that I would consider decent, and that's it. Yeah, it was the tag match with the Grizzled Young Veterans and the Forgotten Sons. But again, talk about the thinnest of motivations for that match even to exist. And then the opening match, Dijak versus Cameron Grimes was okay. There's one thing else I noticed, and it was really a couple of matches really highlighted it. Is and I'm not going to accuse the wrestlers of being lazy. That's not my what I'm trying to say by saying this. There was a couple of matches where something would happen that's like. This is going to happen next. Yeah, sure. I feel like the mm-hmm. the regular story beats because it's not just the wrestlers putting these matches together. They have coaches, uh, producers, they have people, yeah. producers helping them put these matches together. Yeah, I feel like a lot of TV matches, especially, are becoming a bit formulaic. Mm-hmm. Um, where a spot happens and instantly, like someone goes to the top rope, superplex coming. Mm-hmm, yeah, his opponent's going to meet him up there. They're going to yeah. brawl for a bit, superplex. Yeah, I think it was the Killian Dane Bronson Reed match that spot happened. Where something happens, like oh, this is getting reversed. This was the perfect opportunity for them to add some layers to Champa versus Gargano. What did they do? Gargano came out. Powder blue coat. That was sharp. I like that. It was totally ill-fitting for his. Well, you know what it was. You know what it was. Uh, the DIY shirt he had stuck yeah. in his pocket. That's powder blue. And no, I know. It's the powder. It's, that's the only connection I can make. You're, outside, probably, you're probably right. Outside the realm so, of that storyline. It looked so weird. It did. But it was a sharp jacket. I wish I had a powder blue blazer. But man, I was so I was so overwhelmingly disappointed with with Gargano coming out and not adding any context, 
any layers to why he did what he did. He just came out, interrupted the match, beat up Champa, sat on the apron, did the pat himself on the well, back. No, thing. he stared at the Tampa logo on the floor and looked over at Champa while he was laying there. That's a tease. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like we, of course we know that match is going to happen. Am I excited for it? No, because I don't feel like they're going to add anything to it. This is in 2018, man. I know. I'll move forward. Like, I, here's the thing. You have enough history between the two of them where you could set this match up and make it compelling, I guess. But, like, I need to, I, well, I need to know the motivation beyond, I just, he's champ, I want to beat him up. I know, and that's what it's going to be. Or it's going to be, I promised myself I'll never let Tommaso Ciampa win the title. Something like that. I'm it's like, going to be something lame, man. Like, it's going to be something lame. You guys hugged. Yeah. You guys tagged together. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a problem for you then. Yeah. And suddenly it is now. Granted, you lost to Finn, whatever. You're not Mr. NXT anymore, so mm-hmm. you need that title probably to, to cement in your mind that you're Mr. NXT. There was, one, there was one thing on NXT that I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Walter versus Finn. Yeah. But then Finn kind of more or less had a face turn during that whole thing. Yeah, I was fine with that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have Finn. I'm going to get Finn versus Walter. Uh, that's all I care about, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Nonetheless, it's like, uh... as long as look, man, as long as Finn ain't standing around smiling with a goofy ass smile on his face, then I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Give me Prince. If he's gonna be like, you know, a good guy in this particular feud, cool. Maybe he can be a bad guy down the line. Whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to that match. I think that'll be cool. Um, I just wonder where it's gonna happen. Probably take over Tampa. Mm-hmm. And in what, like, is, is the UK title gonna be on the line? I would suspect. But also, they said during the show that Dave Mastiff. Stepped up to Walter on NXT UK. Ah. So we'll, we'll probably get Finn Walter at Tampa. And then uh, the the UK takeover later in the month, it'll probably be Mastiff and Walter then. I would it's suspect. all good stuff. That's all good stuff. Yeah. It'd be awesome, honestly, man. Because we I, we had this question, I think, somewhere in uh, either our comments or maybe it was on, I think it was on Twitter. Um, how rad would it be if all the titles were just defended at WrestleMania? You I know? know? I know. It's like, screw having another t- takeover. Just yeah, like, push takeover another month. Yeah, right. The biggest tragedy to last night, though, was Bianca Belair getting all of eight minutes in a very lackluster match. I don't know if Charlotte was just trying to, like, dead waiter or what. There was one spot when I think it was, like, just a standard hip toss, and Charlotte barely got up in the air. And with a hip toss, from what I understand, I'm not a wrestler, it's the guy taking it that's doing all the work. You just jump. Um, and use the other person as leverage. Yeah, I felt like Bianca was, was going 110%. She was going full speed, like she always does. She's, Charlotte was going like forty percent. Yeah, I know. Like the early part, and they had part all of, it, of eight minutes. Part of the story, especially early on, was Bianca was showing off. I'm a better athlete than you. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know. Maybe Charlotte was like, okay, maybe I'll slow it down a bit to showcase, to to put a, more of a spotlight on Bianca. But then just made her look slow, not necessarily Bianca look quicker, faster, stronger because yeah. Bianca could do that if Charlotte's going one hundred percent. Yeah, because Bianca's that good. Yeah, dude, I think they're really messing up right now. I think that they had a wonderful opportunity. Here's the thing. Do you need to add Bianca to the main match? No, you don't have to. Um, should you understand? I, I honestly think that Bianca Bella right now, before last night anyways, was in the same relative spot as Keith Lee was around Survivor Series where people are saying, oh, man, she is. she's really, really developed into something special she needs to take that next step. And I understand they want to have Rhea with that title for a while, whatever. But, like, 
to rush this match, because it's a big match for Bianca, to rush it and not give it at least a two-week build, one of those weeks where Bianca shows up on Raw, reminds the mainstream crowd, the, the, the larger WWE crowd, who she is, what she can do, bring those eyes back to NXT two weeks later, and then give them a 25-minute mini takeover match. I know, I know. That's how you do it. And Bianca can still lose and look amazing doing I know, it. I know. This was crap. Yeah. And then they totally disrespected her after the match when Charlotte just grabs a chair, puts on her ankle. Rhea Ripley takes her sweet time getting to the ring, which was stupid. Don't ever do her entrance. Yeah. Yeah, why'd she do the stomp? That was stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I can think of is they're going to... And it probably won't happen. But if I'm trying to find some rationale behind Rhea kind of milling about up there is that next week or two weeks from now, Bianca's going to get on the mic and it's like, Rhea, what happened to We Are NXT? You're up there milling about, doing your stomp, yeah. while I'm getting a chair slammed on my foot. Because then Bianca would look whining like, why didn't you save me faster? You know, like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just trying to see if that's their avenue they're going to take as yeah. lackluster as it may be to try to get Bianca in the Mania match. Oh, that's gone. That's, yeah, no, it's, that's, it's gone. I mean, especially gone. after... Charlotte making relatively like the whole finish of the show seemed rushed because it was totally. spear spear natural selection. She ran out there to get the chair ran yeah, back. Yeah, in. Yeah. Usually when heels do that, it's like, Oh, I'm done with my prey. So I, I wonder if I mill about a little bit. I wonder if part of it was supposed to be Charlotte gets the chair. Rhea comes out and Charlotte's staring at Rhea. Hey, look what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rhea's supposed to be like, no, don't do it. Stomp. And then Rhea's supposed to make a, mm -hmm. a but she, regardless of that, she shouldn't do the stomp thing. Like why WWE should have like a floating overtime thing because they, they had they had overruns as long as they wanted them seemingly this went over yeah it bit. did yeah by like five, five minutes. minutes it went over like five minutes yeah why did they have to yeah I don't know I don't know anyways they need to get their act together it opened up with and we're not gonna I'm, I'm gonna speed run this damn thing yeah we're not gonna go move to move uh, opened with uh, top notch super best Dominic Dijakovic versus Cameron Grimes they've been going back and forth on Twitter a little bit what better way to motivate a match than uh, some sniping back and forth on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Um, this was a fun enough match. I like Cameron Grimes a lot. Yeah, I like both these guys a lot. Yeah, I like them. Um, it was fine. It basically just motivated Damian Priest to come out. So Dijak hits a moonsault on the Grimes ringside. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he lands. It does land a little awkwardly. He did land awkward. He immediately grabbed at his knee. But I think that was just the story. I think it was because too. commentary was right, on it right away. And Damian Priest comes out while Dijak is on the apron. And it has like a slapjack or something. Nightstick, yeah, like a nice a party nightstick apparently. <laughs> yeah, and wax him on the knee. Uh, he comes in immediately when he comes in. Grimes gets a uh, gets the cave in on his chin, basically. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the stankiest cave in I've seen. And uh, and so he gets the win. We find out later on uh, Damian Priest's backwards ass motivation for doing that to Die Jack, um, which I thought was pretty silly. This is cool. All the, I kind of feel like their takeover Tampa feels more obligatory than anything else. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's Mania weekend. We got to have a takeover. Uh, one of our top titles that we defend on WrestleMania. I'm excited for this match. The Regal announced that there would be some qualifying matches in the sure. coming weeks. Yeah, and the winners of those matches will be in a ladder match to a new number one contender for. Uh, whomever is women's champion following Mania It's going to be a ladder match mm -hmm. at Takeover. That's great. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I just kind of feel like all the titles should be defended or take over. It's just me. I understand WrestleMania is a huge stage, but if if WrestleMania is gonna get an NXT title defense, then do both the top titles. Oh, so your so your your problem is the women's title is gonna be defended at Mania. The men's title is gonna be at 
uh, takeover. I just feel like it should be if you're gonna have NXT have a presence on on Mania, yeah, like showcase NXT. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Hey, they'll have a couple guys in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, I know, and they'll be eliminated. <laughs> they won't win. Yeah, I hope they don't put Keith Lee in that thing. I know it's so beneath him. I know. I mean, it's it's it's, and I'm not trying to say I don't want Rhea Charlotte happening at Mania. All the way the story's progressed so far, I can't. You know, I like Rhea. She'll win. It'll be great. It's a great moment for her. Look, dude. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. If I can be excited gonna... for the participants in the moment, but the story uh, so far and how they've utilized Bianca poorly in that story, it doesn't really get me excited about it. I know they're they're supposed to think that we're just like happy with Rhea versus Charlotte, which I, I'm sure pulling plenty of people, are, and I, I'm okay with that. They're but just all 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 in on Rhea at this point. Bianca has just has is she, Bianca is just this really bright shining star that you can't ignore. And they want us to. And last night was evidence of that. Yeah. And we can't. I can't. Imagine this. What if the tables were turning? What if the tables were turning? It was Rhea versus Charlotte. And Bianca was facing Charlotte at WrestleMania. And that same moment where Charlotte stomped the chair on Rhea's foot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Bianca would stand up there and like, what am I supposed to do? Stop? Yeah. All right, I'll stomp. Yeah. Like, I felt like they'd been urgent. She would stand up there and do her little turn. turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, so the thing is, I do think that that was... A communication issue totally, with production. Totally. But I, that's one of those things as a professional you gotta you gotta you gotta catch on to, you know? She's young. I know. And you're right, that's that's the problem with the young champion. She ain't gonna do that again. Why she didn't go running it. The ref literally had to come out and push her into the ring and say, hurry up. Um so But anyways, I yeah. guess I guess my point is is takeover is gonna feel the latter match I'm excited for. I'm really eager to see it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything negative about that. It's just going and, and, and I'm sure having the NXT UK title defended is in a way supposed to make the show feel more takeover like. Yeah, more no, this, involved. Look, the matches are going to be good. It's not going to be as important of a takeover. I agree with you. I think that WrestleMania, look, we've established this year, or so they'd have us believe, it seems to change week to week that NXT is a is a brand on par with Raw and SmackDown. I saw, I watched Survivor Series. You guys saw it with us. Yep. Uh, I saw that, and then now we get one NXT match at WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. It should incorporate all the brands. At least have the two top NXT titles defended on WrestleMania. Yeah. On the actual card. Yeah, I agree with that totally. Uh, so, yeah, Regal, what we're talking about is Regal announced that there's qualifying matches in the coming weeks uh, for the women's division. Uh, that's right, right? Yeah, qualifying matches in the coming weeks. This is for the women's title, though, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yes, okay, yes. yeah. And so the winners of those qualifying matches will be in a ladder match at TakeOver Tampa. Winner of that match will be number one contender. Yeah. Essentially a Money in the Bank match. Yeah, right, yeah. Except you can't cash in any time. Any time, yeah, you have number one match, contender. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be good. Uh, after that, uh, Prince Balor shows up. He comes to the ring. And uh, I don't know, his promo just seemed like... I don't know, it just didn't seem all that urgent... Like he's he knows that he's gonna turn face, but he still has to be bad prince guy. I kind of, I kind of feel like it was. I'm not an internet guy. I'm not a sneaky politic guy. Well, I thought he was gonna say because I I knew I saw on Twitter that Imperium had attacked him, and I and mm-hmm. that, that people were talking about he was gonna face Walter, and I was hoping with him going on about I'm not a politicker, uh, uh, I'm not an internet guy. I build brands, and he was going on, you know, uh, 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 Japan, Mexico. Uh, he said IC title and universal title, which doesn't really, like, it's not consistent with their two, there anyways. Um, and I thought he was going to say United Kingdom. I thought he was going to be the one to say, uh, it's, it's time for NXT UK to get on the map. 
I am going to go there and win the title from Walter. I thought he was going to be proactive yeah, in right. terms of issuing that challenge. Instead, he yeah. is interrupted by Imperium. Yeah. They just say, hey, Walter sends his regard. Yeah. Beat him up. Yeah, good thing you're talking about brands because we're from a brand and now we're here. How crazy is that? We yeah, how serendipitous. Hey, we got plane tickets and everything. To come and interrupt you and then beat you up. Yeah. So I thought if it was a situation where Finn had done that and, and he was the one to say, I want your belt, Walter. Yeah. That's proactive. Yeah. You can get behind that. Big bad Walter. Now he's going to show up and he's going to be reactionary. You beat me up. I want Walter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it should have been it, it should have been flipped. Because as soon as Finn mentions if if Finn mentions Walter on the mic, people are going to lose their They're shit. Like, They're going to be like, "Whoa, mom. that's a monster over there in the yeah. UK. Nobody wants to mess with." Mm-mm. So uh so yeah, anyways, uh he's talking about building brands. He did it in Japan, he did it in Mexico. He's Mr. NXT, he's Universal Champion, Intercontinental Champion. Uh and uh he says uh so then he starts listing off people he beats or he has beat. He's interrupted by Eichner and Bartel from I did like Imperium. to say, well, what's my next move? Who's going to get the thin rub next? Yes. That was actually pretty yeah. funny. Uh, so then they tell him there's something he hasn't done. Walter sends his regards. Uh, they attack. He takes it to Imperium. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a great bit. He's about to drop kick Eichner, shotgun drop kick him through the barricade on the outside. Bartel intercepts him with a European uppercut, and Imperium beat him down. Yeah, beat the heck out of him. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to for sure. It's like the result will satisfy Finn versus Walter. Mm-hmm. But just the way they instigated the whole thing. I don't know. I feel like Finn should be like proactive. Yeah. I want to do these things. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
you know, like I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not a politicker. I'm not going to go backstage and try to work my way and get a Walter match. Walter, I want to take your title. Yeah. I mean, that should be Finn's MO. Like yeah. he wanted Johnny. What did he do? He went and DDT'd him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. So I feel like he should, if ideally he shows up in the next round of tapings and goes after Walter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just feel like this version of Finn should just like, he should just be totally proactive. Anyways, next we have an Austin Theory video package. Um, yeah. And I mean, call me in five years when he's on NXT for reals. Yeah. You know? And then we had a mystery vignette, a lot of clocks, a lot of apocalyptic type stuff. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't see that. It happened twice, <laughs> and it's totally for Killer Cross. Yeah, okay. His whole thing on Twitter is TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. yeah. Clocks, TikTok. He's a timekeeper. Yeah, uh, it's totally Killer Cross. He's a, he's a clock technician guy. He fixes watches. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go. Do you have your ticket? What's tickets have to do with time? Well, he's no pick, they're pick, ticket. They're picking up their timepiece. Oh, oh, he okay. fixed it. Got you. Do you have your ticket? Yeah, like dry cleaning. Yes. Okay, uh, I, I don't have it. I need your ticket. No ticket, no watch. Well, I wrote down my name on the thing. Can I give you my ID? You can be anybody. Where's your ticket? You could be anybody. <laughs> you could be. I a- need the reference to cross number or the cross the number to cross reference. Yeah. How am I going to kill a cross reference it? It's totally kill a cross. I ran twice. Uh, then we had a Bianca Belair interview outside of Full Sail. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. Yeah. Like, she's the total package. She's great in the ring. She's a good talker. She's a great talker. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. can do it all. Yeah. She can do it all. Yeah, no, she's great. Uh, then we got Zaya Lee versus Mia Yim. Um, awkward handshake to begin. And then uh, Zaya Lee, like, takes offense to something. She starts trying to kick Mia Yim. Mia avoids all that. Uh, 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 then hits a drop kick on Zaya Lee. Has the advantage for a while. Uh, and then uh, she eventually hits eight defeat. Uh, Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez come out on the stage. Uh, Dakota Kai, you know, is like, "Hey, how about the that war games thing, huh? <laughs> you took my spot. I'm upset about that." Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mia Yim's distracted. Zaya Lee rolls her up from behind to get the win. Yeah, I feel like this is the one thing where there's actually a continuing story being played out. Because is Dakota Kai going to be targeting the people that she feels did her wrong? Targeted. The targeted. They're the targeted. She's the targeted. And sicking Raquel Gonzalez on them. I mean, that's that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. So Ra- Raquel Gonzalez hits the ring, lays out Mia. Zaya Lee tries to help Mia Yim out uh, after rolling her up advantageously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she gets dropped by Raquel, too. Yim gets on uh, Raquel's back, tries to put a sleeper on. Uh, Raquel fights her off. And it hits like a pretty cool-looking powerbomb type thing. Yeah, no, that was cool. That was rad. It was huge. Next. Next, we had uh, Velveteen, Velveteen Dream, Dream promo. promo. That was middle of the road for old Velveteen Dream. But the takeaway was he wants a steel cage match next week. He's like, hey, Dream, there's already a steel cage happening. Well, he said that. He said yeah. there's a cage match happening next week. Let's keep the cage around. I want to have a cage match. No, it makes it less special. It does. We, you can't get two. You can't do two cage matches in a row. Mm -mm. That makes it less special. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Imagine the pretty huge deal. And Dream is supposed to be like a creative guy. It's probably a pretty huge deal for Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai to be trapped in that cage together. And now. guess what? That's not going to be the main event. Roger Strong versus Velveteen Dream in the cage will be the main event. It's bogus. God, I hope that's not the case. I really hope it's Tegan Knox. It and should Dakota be. Kai. It should be. 
All right, man. We'll crack open another beer next week if, or two weeks from now. Was it next week? It's next week. Next week. I wonder if they're going to do a spot where Raquel Gonzalez rips the door off the cage. Yeah, they should do. They should have. This is, this is special. Both matches at the same time in the steel cage. The same cage? Same, same cage. All right. Two refs, same match going on. They have to all avoid each other. No, one ref. Really? One ref has to be yeah, saddled man. with all that? Yeah. Because you get two refs in there. Drake re- can handle it. Yeah. If you get two refs in there, then you're really running out of real estate. That's a good point. For anything really to happen. Next, we had Austin Theory versus... Patrick Sparks versus Tommaso Ciampa. D-Man versus Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> hey, friendo. Uh, this is a decent enough, decent enough showing. Got for, a match coming up with Tommaso Ciampa. A decent enough showing for Austin Theory. He looked. He, he got his, his, his stuff off. Yeah, what was, what was my take on this match? I was watching it, and uh, he looked a little less... Yeah, he, he looked a little less uh, mechanical mm-hmm. in this match. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a little bit more improv going on. Mm-hmm. Felt like that. Yeah, that rolling thunder blockbuster he does is damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. He's a very athletic guy. Yeah, he he's, he's young. He's, he's really athletic. He just he needs to project his. He's like 23. He needs to project his character. He needs better ring gear. I feel like, you know, ideally we'll be talking about his takeover matches when we're like 50. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in about 10 years, we'll be talking. Man. Eight star match from Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Hey, friendos. Mm-hmm. Eight star match machine here from B Man. From B Man. Yeah. So he he got the chance to throw Champa into the bar into the barrier he did. barricade thing. He did there. It. Yeah. Because Champa tried own. to do that to him. Yeah. But then he did it to him. He held his own with Champa. Yeah. And then, uh, but then let's see here. Fairy tale ending to get the win for Champa. Yeah. Blue powder blue sports coat guy shows up. Uh, that coat in the bubble, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I understand the symbolism of the powder blue and all. I mean, you go back to the DIY days, it was powder blue, but it was blue. Blue is mm-hmm. kind of their thing. It's a color yeah. Yeah. they utilize throughout their packaging as DIY. I get that. Just if you're gonna go out and attack somebody, maybe take your blazer off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's restricting. Sure. Yeah. How many times For you put sure. a blazer on? It's comfortable, but then you do this. Yeah, and it's tight across the back. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that, and you shouldn't be out trying to attack somebody if you don't have full range of motion. That's my point. Anyways, Gargano hits the ring. <laughs> Ciampa tries to take it to him. No, you'd be like this. You can't bring your arms in all the way. Uh, Johnny turns the table, hits some punches in the corner. Ciampa makes a comeback. Theory gets involved for some reason. Yeah, well, involved. He just like runs up to Ciampa. Ciampa punches him. He's out. Yeah, what are you doing, Theory? It's Think not your, your business, none dude. None of your business, man. Don't stick your nose where it doesn't belong. Maybe they're going to make this a triple threat at Tampa. That's the new ingredient. Uh, in theory, you could have a point there. Yeah. Uh, but that gives Gargano an opportunity to hit a super kick on Champa, then follows another while Champa's on his knees. Uh, he does the Champa's clapping thing really slow on the apron while Champa lays next to him, slowly pats himself on the back, uh, tosses Champa the floor near the takeover Tampa logo, looks down at it, stands there, mills about for a bit, probably too long. Yeah, man. Come on. 2018 calls. They want their feud back. Come it's on, it's like the most tired of this. Most uh, uh, clumsy, awkward, ham-fisted tease for a match at a why? particular event I've seen. A very why are we doing this? Long time. Why are we doing this? I know. I need to know why. I need to know why. And it needs to be something beyond just uh, I don't. Champa can't win. So after that, we got one of these filmed undisputed era promos. Uh, uh, Roderick says now he wants it in a cage. That's good. He says uh, I don't agree with the dream on much, but I agree with him here. Cage match is fine. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Bobby Fish, who has uh, reapplied his Just for Men, because there is no gray on him it's now. It's also much shorter on the side. Yeah, too. it is, yeah. Uh, so he calls out the broser weights. 
says Portlandia was a fluke. Kevin, I'm sorry, Kevin. He says KO. Kyle O'Reilly says they are sharks swimming in the deep end and they're hangry. Yeah. Uh, and then Cole, of course, punctuates it in his very serious voice and says Roderick Strong uh, is going to beat Dream and then go after Lee and get his North, North American title back. And then the tag titles are coming back and then the prophecy will come true again. Sorry, buddy boy, it's not happening. And chances are you're going to lose your title to the Velveteen Dream come Tampa. Yeah. That's probably going to happen. Yeah, probably. Problem. And that is undisputed. Da, 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 da. Next, we had Bronson Reed versus Killian Dane. Ooh, thick boy, goo. Yeah. This was a fun enough match. I just said it, this match wasn't the only one, but that's, that, a couple of instances really stuck out. Or just the, the pace and whatnot of the match got pretty predictable. Uh, yeah. Though I was not expecting Bronson Reed to hit an insiguri and fall. That was a suicide dive. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I like the part where Bronson Reed, I like when Bronson Reed takes down his thing because his pecs are so big they go <laughs> it's like shocking it's very they're very heavy packs yeah anyway. anyways uh finish saw uh, bronson reed go up top killian dane meets him up there superplex uh follows with three centons uh then a vader bomb to get the win yes correct and then after that we had a browser weight video package yeah it just sort of recapped everything yeah it wasn't really anything new it wasn't anything new so this match was good, although, and I like Gibson's promo at the beginning. It was cheap, but it was, you know, it made me laugh. He said, you know, this crowd is typical of the red, white, and blue, rednecks. White trash. White, uh, yeah, white trash, blue collar ignorance. Yeah. I don't know. It was Look, I just like Zach Gibson. No, he's a good promo guy. Just having seen his work in NXT UK where it's a bit more creative than this typical... Yeah, the, you know, the, the anti-US look, thing. man. The feud doesn't demand it to be. There's nothing oh, more. Don't I, this feud is, should be over. <laughs> it really should be, dude. Let me ask you this because I, I brought this up to you via text message last night. Is Jackson Riker just like a really shitty wrestler? Or and something? What was my response to you? He had to do multiple takes to get his finish off in one particular. Yeah, but that's a episode. really tough finish. Where you pick someone up to powerbomb and you just bounce them off the ropes and then powerbomb? It can't be uh, that easy. It can't be too easy. Well, to if do. you're, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say he's a bad wrestler because here's the thing. I remember hearing that. Why the, doesn't he wrestle? I don't know. Look, oh, hold on, just wait, just wait. Look at this guy. I know, he looks amazing. He looks amazing. Here's the thing. We've seen a few matches from him. Uh, the particular one I mentioned where he missed his finish a bunch of times, they had to keep redoing it and edit it for TV. My understanding is before Triple H went to him and said, you're a Terminator, that's your character, people can knock you down, but you always get back up. That didn't apply when you lost Tyler Breeze. Um, however, after I read that and I started paying attention, he started doing that in terms of the character aspects of his injury work, it got pretty good. Yeah. Like, he's not going to go in there and be Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. But if you need a huge <laughs> muscu- okay, muscular so, guy. No, that's, okay, so that's a question. <sighs> Is okay, so for him to be entered into the North American title scene, uh-huh. you probably need to be able to put on a takeover level match. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if he has it. I've never, I haven't seen any of his work in TNA. Then why didn't they just dump him up to main roster? This guy looks like a million bucks. He looks like the real deal. Yeah, he does. He can wrestle a main roster match. Yeah, I know. Rowan can, he can. You know what I mean? Like, it's shocking to me that he's still doing this Forgotten Sons thing. The Forgotten Sons, I'm sorry, man. The Forgotten Sons, they had their chance, and they never they, like they never did anything with them. Now they're supposed to be faces because, and they keep on mentioning this so awkwardly, two-thirds of them serve their country. 
Two thirds of them? Well, it, dude, if you're gonna have a faction that's based on a bunch of people having a unified thing, shouldn't you have three guys who are actually that thing? What are the what was the other guy doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, two thirds of these guys are veterans. The other guy is just likes to hang around with them. I don't know. Like, how is that a fucking faction? Yeah, no. If the unified kayfabe Sergeant Slaughter, kayfabe the other guy, whichever one isn't in the is army. Blake, Blake didn't serve because Cutler has the Marine. The logo on his tights. Okay, sure. And said, so was did Riker serve? Riker, Riker looks like he served. I mean, he was Gunner in in TNA. You'd think that he probably served. So was it Wesley Blake who didn't? Maybe. Yeah, kayfabe, but whatever. He said he was a Texas Ranger. I think he's from Texas. It's not military, but whatever. Say oh, he was he's in the not Australian also. No, he's not. I think he's from Texas. <laughs> Say he was in the reserves or something. Why does he look exactly like Buddy Murphy? He doesn't. He really doesn't. He doesn't at all. <laughs> but then, like when they were together, I couldn't tell him apart. That's because he didn't watch NXT often enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, say he was in the Coast Guard or something. <laughs> you can't do that, man. You can't. I know. That's I know. literally stolen valor right there. You can't do that. Well, I mean, he, if if he outside of the realm of wrestling, I mean, Sergeant Slaughter for years has been saying he was. Say he's in the Space Force. Th- there you go. Well, Sergeant Slaughter for years, he was saying military, but he was a wrestling character. How's that any different than a character in a movie saying he was in the Army? It's when he's doing interviews and saying, for real, yeah, yeah I was in the military. That's the issue. No, I think that's one of those lines in pro wrestling you can't really cross. If as a character you can see, you say, "Hey, I was in the I was in the military," then you're going to be asked that question and in inter- like in me. Let's say you blow up, yeah, I understand and then in media interviews you got to answer that question. Oh, come on, it's wrestling. Most people know that's not real. Oh, there's such that's a line that you can't cross. No, man. no, man. Kayfabe's gone. Kayfabe's gone. What is that? What are you talking? What do you mean? Kayfabe like, is not I mean like if 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 your character is uh, is I'm not saying they they should do it. I'm saying if your character is uh, I'm Mister USA, you know military. I was in the military, and someone asks you about it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a character I play on TV." How's it any different than a than a, a character in a TV show who's yeah, in the but army? Dude, okay, here's the thing: nobody in wrestling. Okay, so what you're saying is break down kayfabe to a whole nother level. Sure, why not? Of when you go on TV. I, look, I'm, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just saying Vince ain't going to do that. Well, this isn't Vince. This is Triple H. He ain't going to do that. I don't know. Because eventually somebody's going to go up to main roster and be like, hey, so uh, you said you're in the Marines? And he's like, and they just have Sergeant Slaughter do all the talking for him. <laughs> hey, Sergeant, he should be their new uh, their, the manager. Uh, their there, manager. You there you go. And then they, and they'll still say two fourths of these guys are in the armed services. I know. Guess which one was it? Like, I'm not I'm not advocating that they do it. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm just not going to say no. It's impossible for them to do it. Okay. No. Fair enough. I'm just saying. If they're willing man. to say, yeah, it's a character I play on television. Yeah. Then you can do it. Yeah. Right. Because in that sense, it's not different any different than uh, what was it uh, Matt Damon in Courage Under Fire. He was in the military. As far as I know, Matt Damon was never in the military. Was Matlock ever, was, was uh, what's his name? Andy Griffith, was he ever a real lawyer? Doubtful. I don't think he was. <laughs> was he That's a sheriff? Is that stolen valor You right can't there? disbar <laughs> Andy Griffith for being Matlock. <laughs> you can. And go doing an interview and saying, oh, uh, yeah, and start dropping all sorts of legal facts and citing precedent. I thought all three of these guys were actual veterans, and two of them are, and one of them's not. What kind of faction is that? So you thought, can't you you can't go the route of veterans. Done. This is what they, I feel like our longest conversations in any NXT recap yeah, for Johnson. This yeah. is what they should have done. Is Wesley Blake's dude who owns the junkyard? <laughs> ah, yes, and he employed two veterans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to work the junkyard, and they all became friends. Yeah, okay, okay, that's good. That's what it should have been. Okay, that's good. 
They need to explain that in an interview. Two thirds of these guys are veterans. One guy owns a junkyard. Where they <laughs> where they hang out? Because I explain why they're hanging around the junkyard all in the in the early vignettes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I like it. That's good. We figured it out. Uh, Grizzled Young Veterans won this. Uh, I'll be honest, shockingly, because why is this feud still going? Uh, oh, I don't think it is anymore. With ticket, you think this is it? It should be. No, it's going to go on more. It's going really, to keep they, on happening. Grizzled Young Veterans should. They're not going to have the veterans lose in the end. Yeah, they are. Because <laughs> well, they're not. Regardless of which way you go, a veteran is going to win. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Either a grizzled young veteran or an actual or veteran. An actual veteran. Or the um, junkyard operator. Um, honestly, when uh, grizzled young veterans came to NXT Prime, they should graduate right to Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. They should have because th- then this feud wouldn't have been about USA versus anti USA. Mm. It would Pete Dunne saying these guys are a couple of jerks. Yeah. I know firsthand from NXT UK, and Matt Riddle would be like. Bros, just relax. Bro. That's an interesting feud, an interesting dynamic. We've seen yeah. this USA and then, you know, the, the, the heels from another country bash the USA. We've seen this countless times. Yeah. And as good as Zach Gibson is on the mic, it's tiring. It's played out. I don't care to see it anymore. Oh, I love him. I mean, because the thing that always makes me laugh about Zach Gibson is when he walks to the ring. And he, I always have you in my head saying, why is he limping already? He's got the weirdest walk. Anyways, after that, uh, Tegan Knox interview, uh, she's asked how she's preparing for a cage match, one of two that night, and Tegan wasn't expecting Raquel, but next week Raquel won't be a factor because of Steel Cage. Sorry, Tegan, she still will somehow. Oh, did we mention the Grizzled Young Veterans won that match? <laughs> yeah, take it to Mayhem. Take it to Mayhem. And again, I'm not saying they should have Wesley Blake say he's a veteran. I'm not advocating for that. Oh, the best I'm idea s- is that he, the junkyard operator. That's, that's number one. Yeah. I'm just saying if they really wanted to do that, they could find a way. To, Wesley Blake's a long way from being interviewed by anybody. Okay, on. so here's the thing: there, if, it, there is a difference between there is a difference. <laughs> he is a long way from being interviewed. By the time he makes it to the main roster, how many times we've we seen them completely uh, uh, re-kayfabe characters so from NXT to main roster? Here's what you could do. Here's what to, to go back around to that. Here's what you could do. Wesley Blake, you could say all three of these guys have served their country. Yeah, that could be anything. Yeah, he could have been. Corps. You can kayfabe an Eagle Scout. Peace Corps. Peace Corps. You can kayfabe Peace Corps. Yeah. You can kayfabe that. That's why I, yeah, that's what I was saying. He was a but Texas. you can't kayfabe a Marine. You shouldn't. Yeah, you probably shouldn't, but I'm saying you probably, <laughs> you can get around it. As long as he goes. Well, they on, did get around it. Sergeant Slaughter. No, he didn't get around it. He, he's getting in trouble for that now. Uh, as long as when he goes on TV. Is he, he though? Not really on Twitter. No, I mean, people took him, you know. Like, they yeah. feed, Literally, after all that happened. I know, they had him on NXT. He was on NXT in the crowd. I'm just saying, so long as when the question is asked on TV in a shoot manner, not on WWE programming, like the Today Show, you don't say, oh, yeah, I served. If you do that, then that's way too far. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Like Sergeant Slaughter apparently did multiple times. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Many times. But I mean, like if you're playing a character and it's clear that you're playing a character, mm-hmm. it's not that dissimilar from any other form of entertainment where an actor yeah. who All never right. served All his right. country. All right. I think there's a line. I think there's a line. But they don't want to cross these days. And I understand that. I'm not saying I'm not advocating for them doing it. Okay. I'm saying if they really want to, they could. Another killer killer cross vignette, timekeeper, time totally killer cross. watch fixer. Uh, Damien Priest interview. He's with two of his women that he owns, apparently. Oh, God. They're walking, and then somebody awkwardly puts a mic behind him where he has to go like yeah, this. Yeah, that was weird. And, uh, oh, they have, uh, we saw two people serve as Kathy Kelly's replacement. There was a dude. Yeah, there was a guy there. Wasn't that impressed with him? No. And then I think there was another woman, I didn't catch her name, that did one. So, Damien, why did you do that to Dijek? I wanted to tell 
I wanted to tell Keith Lee exactly exactly what I was doing and where I'm going after, and I just I just did that with the Onovic Diamond Code. Nightmare for people for audio there rubbing against your face. So, anyways, Damian Priest wants to show Keith Lee that he wants a shot at the North American title by going out and slapjacking Donovan Dijak, the guy who just nightstick. lost nightstick. Uh, the North American title match with a nightstick. Slapjack. Anyways, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair was next. Mm. We've already talked about this match. Charlotte Flair got the win with a spear. Uh, and natural selection. Natural yeah. selection. Uh, Charlotte runs out of the ring, gets a chair, wraps around Belair's ankle, stomps on it, locks in figure four. Rhea Ripley's music hits. She does her full entrance, looks confused. Yeah, she looks confused. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Stomps. Yeah. And then just walks down the ring. Yeah, walks down the ring. A ref literally runs out, shoves her in there to say, hey, go faster. And uh, and then Charlotte runs away and we leave. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, episode. she holds the title then, and they abruptly cut to uh, Miz and Mrs. Yeah. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Thoughts on Triple H? Oh, question time. Question time. Thoughts on Triple H saying Rhea versus Charlotte was Vince's idea. I mean, Vince's idea is Vince's Vince's idea. I think it was it, it was Vince's idea. Is how I read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Carlos Vialba are you guys surprised that it took Moro about 50 minutes before he made a Wilder Fury reference uh, actually yeah no, yeah. he okay. made one early that I had to think about something uh -oh. about something is like the letter V the only letter in the alphabet doesn't get lost or hidden which I assume means like there's various words where a letter is silent in the word oh. and is letter V the only one that's not But I actually got to think. I was like going through the alphabet for, and I got to like F, and I was like, oh, "Why am I thinking about this?" Morrow is renting. He's rent free in your head right now, I guess man. So I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know, man. I I sort of tune out Morrow. I'm kind of over him, to be honest with you. Uh, Prince C. Ross for the grizzled young veterans, the NWO version of the Forgotten Sons in NXT UK. Are they the Forgotten Sons, the NWO version of the grizzled, or are the Forgotten Sons the NWO version of the grizzled young veterans in NXT Prime? That's a good point. I like that point. Yeah, man. They're like Spider-Man meme. What, Forgotten Sons and Grizzled Young Veterans? Yeah, maybe. Well, the Grizzled Young Veterans, they're veterans, but they're not actual veterans. Grizzled Young Veterans are veterans of the wrestling game. Well, wrestling game. They've been wrestling for a while, therefore they Forgotten are veterans. Forgotten Sons are two-thirds veterans. Two-thirds of a veteran. One of them, they maybe could kayfabe a veteran, but not that they should. One-third is a junkyard operator, and they should well, totally that's what kayfabe it should be. that. They should totally, totally. They could probably kayfabe all of them to be veterans, not that they should, but they probably could. Stop saying that. 
Stop it. They shouldn't. Don't encourage it. No, I'm not going to encourage it. You're suggesting it encourages it. No, I'm saying they should not do that. It's not a good idea, but if they really wanted to, they can make it happen. Next question, please. Uh, Jonathan Misenberg, does this set up Charlotte versus Bianca 2 at Mania (laughs) TakeOver? No. No. This was pretty definitive. No. Bianca lost badly, looked terrible in it, storyline-wise. Yeah. Now she's, you know, that's it. It's done. She'll be on the uh, uh, Raw after Mania, probably. I hope so. Eddie Jose Guevara Menavar, uh, Charlotte seems to be a big contender to win the NXT Championship. How do you think they will deal with her reign? Will a new face take the title or maybe bring someone in with star power to defeat her? I don't think she's going to win. Rhea's going to win. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think she's going to win. Andrew Jocelyn, considering commentary compared Dijak's agility to Undertaker. Remember I said that Dijak should be under makeup to play Undertaker? Yeah, I agree totally, and that's confirmed it. Yeah, he sure doesn't have his gimmick. What can you do to improve his character and personality? Uh, he said, also, let's see Grimes get a total caveman gimmick with a club and a Flintstones car and everything. <laughs> Imagine him a Jurassic Express. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. So what new gimmick should we give uh, uh, Dijak? So you know, what I, you know what I see him in? And he sort of has the colors for it. What's that one uh, mall eatery, the hot dog on a stick? Yeah. 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 I see him with the hat. And then, hey, how many dogs you want today? How many dogs on a stick you want? How many dogs on a stick you want? Oh, no. He works at Arby's. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Arby's worker. It's always an Arby's night. Are you sure you just want a Arby melt? You don't want a meat mountain? <laughs> yes, everybody tries to upsell everybody on the meat and mountain. They look at the menu. It's like what meat mountain? What? <laughs> yeah, secret menu item. <laughs> Top secret. Don't Top tell secret. anybody. I told you this is just for you. All right, who's next? Who wants a meat mountain? Who wants? <laughs> Thomas Dunnigan. Could Finn really be the one to defeat Walter for the NXT UK title? Maybe it's Triple H's way of giving Finn a Lesnar-like challenge for Finn to win a championship from. I'd be hard-pressed to believe that he's going to beat Walter. Maybe, maybe, uh, (laughs) what about this? Maybe somebody saw the OTT match between Devlin and Walter and was like, man, we can do that, but with like the real Finn Balor. With Finn Balor. Not NWO Finn Balor. Uh, Taylor... Doesn't have to be on big head mode. Uh... Sacello, Cacello, do you see grizzled young veterans taking on the Broserweights that take over Tampos are more likely to see the Undisputed Era get the rematch on that night? No, it should be grizzled young veterans versus Broserweights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm happy about that, too. Yeah, that would be a great match. Yeah, that would be really I just feel good. like they should just, grizzled young veterans should leapfrog Forgotten Sons. Just <laughs> all this business. David Prock, the Ruthless Aggression's Special running on the network has been pretty interesting so far, and it had me wondering who from today's NXT could have been successful or even champion uh, if they're around during that time period. Who's got ruthless aggression now? Like, I feel like Adam Cole could, but back then he had been seen as too small. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, Braun could have been, like, hiding right Oh, Matt Riddle. He's a go-getter. Okay. Sure, he's not afraid to put himself out there and, and and get himself over. He's got the he's got the wrestling style that would have matched up great with like Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Doctor Bird with Malcolm Bivens, aka Stokely Hathaway, aka Lucha Vandross, makes his official NXT TV debut. Who should his first client be? The really tall dude. <laughs> yeah, because it's hard to frame them in the shot. It'd be mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Ollie B, why does Rhea have to do her entrance walk routine before running to the ring? It makes zero sense. It doesn't make any sense. I hate it when wrestlers do this. Like, also, it's not a video game. I know. Also, are we hyped for Balor? 
Uh, yeah, Bartel called it Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, Mister Baylor. Are we hyped for Balor versus Walter? Yeah, I yeah, think it'll be a lot time. of fun. Big time. Oh. Two more questions. Two more questions. Oh gosh, uh, Rory, why are we still getting woohoo USA gimmicks in 2020? I don't know. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We Very shouldn't. outdated and cringe from a foreign perspective. Yeah, it's not good. I wanted to mute commentary. Face pop for Gibson's pre-match promo. Yeah, it was. We don't need that anymore. Don't need it. Uh, glorious broken sound wave. All right, Stephen Larson with NXT invading WrestleMania Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. Give me three NXT wrestlers that will compete in the Money in the Bank ladder match, men's and women's, and who wins? That's that'd be question. cool. That'd be cool. Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Um, Damien Priest. I'm sure. Matt Riddle. And Matt Riddle, yeah. And then from the women's side, EO. Oh, yeah. Candace. Yeah. Zyla. Oh, okay. Tegan Ox. Or Dakota Kai. All right, cool. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.